All right, let's get this going. It's risky. It's really risky. What is? <laughs> You're recording upstairs. Your whole your whole night. It's gonna be the shortest the banter. Big shortest risk banter ever. As we record in just a few minutes, well, like twenty five minutes, the Patriots will kick off, and. You're very nervous that you're not trusting the technology upstairs to record, which makes you be able to fast forward through commercials. I don't know why you wouldn't I, want to I, do that. I've, Doesn't I, that sound no. so nice to no. fast forward through a no. commercial? It does, but I never I never take the chance with the Patriots. Any other team, Friars, Celtics, whatever, fine. What not do you think is going to happen? Because you're not Technology watching. doesn't always work right. It's recorded and the TV is technology paused. Technology does not always work right. It said it was recording. Technology does not always work right. Say it again. I didn't hear you. Technology the first three times. does not uh, always work uh-huh. right. Caught right. Okay. Well, this is. I could just record this episode alone. <laughs> Quite frankly, it might be more entertaining for me. All right. Why well, be here by myself? <laughs> what? <laughs> You told me to remind you. Oh, I did say I was going to banter so that I could react. The well, the, the thing is that I'm not wearing the same outfit that I was wearing, but I was wearing a very comfy dress that was like sweatshirt material inside. So I had on a pair of stretch pants to go underneath it, and I got in the car, and I just like something didn't smell right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're making the face that I was making. Like, what am I smelling? So I kept smelling. Like, I smelled my shirt. I smelled my armpit while I was driving. I actually almost drove into a tree because I smelled my sweater. My, um, not my sweater, my um, vest I was wearing. And I, like, turned and smelled my collar of it. And then I looked and I was like, oh, because I was on the windy back roads. I was like, oh. I wasn't that close to the tree, but I definitely was swerving. So the whole ride which is 12 minutes, I was so annoyed I could not figure out what smelled on me. Like I was like, maybe it's the car, but then again, I think I got a whiff of it after I had gotten dressed. So like one of my pieces of clothing. Now you've had this experience, and I've actually had this experience coming near you before where I can smell a shirt that hasn't been washed well or it got washed and it was left in the wash that had a musty smell. Okay, so it kind of smelled like that. But I was smelling my dress. My dress smelled fine. It had been hanging in the closet forever. I smelled the vest. I had just worn the vest the other day, and it was fine. Like my hair, right. I was thinking- We know like, that's the pants because I've already given away the punchline. the pants. You gave away the punchline. You punch told line. me to ask. But the thing is, okay, so I, I was like at such well, a loss- your pants. <laughs> there's other reasons why they could smell <laughs> This is not like I soiled myself. This is not. It's not that kind of. It's not that kind of a story. Soiled. This is going to be the name of this. I did not soiled yourself. It's going to be soiled myself plenty, especially being pregnant and postpartum. Oh, the things we have to do as women and go Mm. through. It's just Mm -hmm. terrible and embarrassing Mm -hmm. and all that great Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. I have so many stories. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, this was not one of those instances. That's for a different podcast. That's for another embarrassing stories when Lori soiled herself. Um, I li- stopped I pulled into the parking lot at work and I lifted up my knee because I was like alright I gotta smell these pants and stuck my knee to my nose 
if anybody was, in, I was pretty, it was very flexible and smelled and was like, oh, my pants reek. And I noticed there was cat fur all over my pants. I hadn't noticed it before, but it was like cat fur. And so- Where were the pants? At the, remember I had them at the bottom of the bed on the hope chest? So clearly like Breedy at some point laid on them or put his like butt on them because that's pretty much what it smelled like. It smelled like a nasty oh. cat butt is what my, literally what my oh, pants smelled so like. Disgusting. Can you imagine? Now I'm at work. I don't have a choice. I'm not going home to change. And I just, I walk in and I'm like, oh, and Teresa happened to be there. And I was like, I am so annoyed right now. Teresa, my pants smell so gross. And she's like, what? And I'm like, my cat clearly sat on my, like, blame the sat cat. On my pants. Oh no, definitely was. Cause all the cat fur. <laughs> so I went in the bathroom. I got toilet. Stop making that noise. It's so gross. <laughs> I, I got toilet paper. No, 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 no. I went to the sink and got paper towel and put soap on it and just like soaped up my pants, <laughs> my, my leg. Cause it was one leg. It was only cause clearly they were folded. So it was just the left leg. <laughs> so I soaped up my pants. And Teresa's laughing at me like, what did you just do? I'm like, I just soaped them up. She goes, so then she said, I think I actually, oh, later on she said, oh, by the way, I think I have some spray like, like. You know, I usually use it for my hair, but you can, it has like a nice, like perfumey type smell as essential oils. I was like, oh, can I use that? So she brought it in and I just saturated my pants to the point where I couldn't smell it anymore. But I left my office to get something at the copy machine, came back in and like gagged at how much I had sprayed in the office. Like, it was choking how much my office is probably going to smell for a while. It did at least mask the smell. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I think I want to say I learned my lesson, but I actually still haven't put away the clothes that are folded upstairs in my room. <laughs> but I really should learn my lesson. Don't leave folded clothes around where cats like sleep. No, especially Brady, because he just curls up with his old butt onto our, <laughs> onto our stuff. You just can't do it. He's an old cat too, so he probably isn't like cleaning himself. Things great. are just not working anymore. Oh, gross! <laughs> like I, put a diaper I, on I spent him. five hours in those pants. <laughs> the pants that were washed and then sprayed with spray. Ugh. Okay, well, there's the story. So that's my pants story. That is, <laughs> that's the story gross. I was gonna tell you as I was taking my pants off earlier, <laughs> and you're like looking at me like, "What are you doing?" I was just swapping pants out. And then I decided to swap them for sweatpants. So mm. I did a three pant swap. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that we're not doing recording a video of the entire thing. I would have put my Patriots pajama pants on. Oh, yeah. Well, I wore my Patriots shirt because Patriots are kicking off in 15 minutes. <laughs> so we're representing. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I had something else I was going to tell you for banter. I can't remember what it was. I might think of it. I have nothing. Yeah, you're like a curmudgeon. We almost It's not skipped. a curmudgeon. I just have no, nothing. You just, no, you were like, <gasps> the kickoff. Well, it's, it's, kickoff. it's a Monday night game. Monday night game is tough. It's just, it's, yeah. It was either we recorded. I'm sorry. I like the Patriots. Recorded. It's one of the things, you know, I like to watch. I understand. Live. I As it's happening. 
like think I about. I guess technically all... it's always ten seconds behind, but right. And see, you never watching it live. Radio unless you're is at live the game, unless you're at the game. <clears throat> no radio is live unless you're listening to the radio. But that's no fun. Mm. But then think. About... I have nothing for banter either way. Fine. Think about the commercials <laughs> you'll be able. I'm banterless. To... Yeah. Think about the commercials. Yep. You'll be able to fast forward through. Uh, okay. Speaking of commercials, last night as we were, or yesterday as football was on and commercials came on, the Lowe's commercial came on with a, there's a girl and a dog and she's like washing clothes in the laundry or something. You thought it was, or she was some TikTok no, star I, or something. I, I, so. I wasn't part of this. I so Googled, I really don't. So I'm I, explaining I just, this to you. It was all happening behind, right near me, but I didn't. There's. This girl who used to, she was on like so you think you can dance she's um her name is Sarah McCreener I believe it's how you say her last name I could be wrong and she goes by Smack McCreener and she's um she was on so you think you can dance like a few years back and she's hilarious she's like a almost like a slapstick um dancer like she does really funny dance interpretation things and funny dance stuff and there's some swearing or whatever sometimes but inappropriate some of the songs or whatever she's not like she's swearing but anyway so she i don't I mean, watch after her stuff last week's the episode i don't know why i would be condoning that i didn't say i'm letting i'm not watching it all the time or letting the kids watch it it's mm. not it's just she dances mm. she does these little short dance things and they're really funny. Like she does, you know, she'll dance based on the comments. And so people will tell her in the comments what dance moves to do. She'll put on a song and she'll do them all in a row, like to the music. But she's really talented gymnast, dancer, et cetera. So I could have sworn as I saw this commercial that she was in this commercial, like that this is her Which in the commercial. Which made no sense because she wasn't dancing in the commercial. However, then I Googled it instead of watching football and found out that she does tons of commercials. She's been in commercials for but years. But did she do that commercial? That commercial just came out. So I wouldn't be surprised if that is her in the commercial, but they haven't listed it as one of her commercials because all of her commercials that she listed were like in the past. This is a present commercial that's on. It looks just like her, unless she just has a doppelganger, which is very possible. But it's very likely, considering she's done tons of commercials. Oh. Like, it's something that she's done. I think, I don't know if she's been on TV yet, or, like, shows or anything yet. So, anyway, I, jury's still out. I'm I'm just going to do this whole episode alone. I just I, have, I just, this, I I have this feeling. It's I just going to be me. I don't know what to say to you. My pants didn't smell today, <laughs> and I don't care about this dancer. So what do you want me to do with this? I'm trying. Not try. You're not trying. I'm paying attention. I'm, I'm focused. I don't. What do you want me to add about Smack McCreary, McCreakin, or whatever her name is? <laughs> McCreakin. McCreakin. <laughs> wow, she does commercials. <sighs> I was just trying to figure out if it was her in the commercial. And the commercial Lowe's does not list an actress for the commercial. Anyway, you had no ban banter. So. I have, I'm not going to lie. I, I really didn't. Uh, you're going away this weekend. 
That's your banter? I guess. I don't know. If I have nothing else to offer. <laughs> Bye. I'm leaving now. I have a non I, I, have, now. I have a non I'm leaving four days early. There's sometimes Mel, I, Tracy, I don't I'm always coming. have, you know, sometimes you just have a boring few days. We recorded on Thursday. No, last, I guess it was a week ago. It was a week ago. I don't, yeah, I guess I really did. It was a really boring week. We played golf. I did really well. Oh, speaking of that. I, I don't, there's nothing. You did have a great golf game. So, you know, when I couldn't walk and you were like, it's probably from. The golf from yeah. the twisting. So I was talking to my coworker today because she, you know, she's all a runner. She's she with, knows. She's good with smells. She, and now I she's a back expert. Pants. No, I did not. Well, she's uh, she's a, a really good runner and she's a trainer, so a coach. So she like knows all about all the different muscles in your back and whatever your hip flexors, blah blah. So I was telling her, and I was telling her maybe it was from golfing, and she said that is exactly what it was from because mm. that muscle, that's what you had said, mm-hmm. all that twisting. Mm. So she showed me a stretch to do to loosen that up and said you really should do that stretch every day. Mm. And I hadn't been stretching at all. And she said sometimes you can just get totally inflamed. Like I got to the point where I couldn't walk up mm. the stairs. I was like hobbling up the stairs. Oh, they show me the stretch. I've been having trouble with my lower back. I told her the same. And mm. she said, you, you really need to do this stretch. And you've, pro- you've probably done a version of it before, but it, like the way that she said my shoulder had to stay open and that knee had to go over and this leg had to be straight and you're literally twisting and I was like, oh my gosh, ow. But lying and she on the said, Do you want to hear? Yeah. Oh, I know she that said, one, Do you want to yeah. hear the pop of your s- whatever it is? Like there's a shmooka joint, joint back there. <laughs> I don't know. The shmooka joint. <laughs> but she said, Do you want to hear it pop? And like, I'm not hearing a pop. She's like, That's because you're probably so tight that you can't even get mm. that to pop. Mm. You want it to pop, but chiropractors will do that. She could put it. I don't believe in chiropractors. You could put no a offense. tennis ball behind your back while you're lying, and that lifts you off the ground a little bit and helps you to get that joint open. So I'm going to try it after because I'm like, I'm my back is so tight. I just haven't been doing enough stretching no. of that. And I don't want to like seize up again and not be able to walk. Got to stretch the schmooka. The schmooka, the schmooka muscle. The schmooka muscle. Schmooka. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the hazards of golfing, I guess. Yep. Hurting the schmooka. <laughs> <laughs> Shmooka Mac McCracken. <laughs> is my contribution. Don't do it. Don't do it. There's too much gear on here. Don't put your elbow down there either. That's going to make it worse. You're going to like... Glass is gonna fly. Why did you off? wait until I took a sip of wine? I, I can't. You Listen, always do that. I can't. Your comedic timing is it, just so bad. It's, no, it's perfect. What are you talking about? <laughs> I almost, it, but you have made me spit out drinks. But comic, the comedic timing and is just is when it happens, it reason. happens. It's not. Wait, we do pause that. It was in my head. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> Schmooker. You, you can't even do it. Schmooker smacking McCracken. <laughs> <laughs> so I can remember that that would not be the title of the episode. You don't. You wouldn't even be able to spell that if you wanted well, to. Who cares what I, how I smell it? Spell it. I can spell it and, or smell, smell you. It. Hey, I got clean pants spell on. Spell it right and now. smelling it. You want to smell my knee? Smooka. Come here. Put your face. Put your face right there. I'm gonna call you Smooka McCracken. <laughs> That's beautiful. All right. What's your topic? What's my let's, topic? Let's really turn this, this really into something my serious. Podcast today, folks. Well, this um, will be actually because I'm not sure I'm going to add to this one. Oh gosh, no! I it, it, this is just a current. This is this is a. Oh, I actually wanted. Well, you've got your um, 
your phone on you, I'm sure, because you always have your phone on you. I do. Why? I just wanted you to look up modesty in the catechism for me because I'd like to get the catechism's definition. So the reason why I wanted to talk about modesty very briefly, I think we've done modesty before a while ago. But as we are in, you know, the thick of the school year and homecoming dances just happened around the country, can't help but on your newsfeed of whatever you're on, see a thousand pictures of people posting their kids, you know, going to homecoming, which, by the way, we're terrible parents. We didn't even take a picture of Michael dressed up for homecoming. But anyways, our son went to homecoming by himself with his friends because they, you know, his friends from track said, hey, come on, come to homecoming with us. And so um, he didn't have a date or anything, but just I'm floored, floored by the dresses that parents allow their girls to wear and cheer them on as they're wearing them. It's it's literally appalling. It's appalling. These are young girls in basically a napkin wrapped around them. And I mean, the length and because that's what's the style that's in right now. The style that's in is tight dresses that are the length of your underwear. Legit. The length of your underwear. Like just enough to cover your butt cheek is the style of the dress. I don't care that's comfortable personally. Oh God, I have no idea. But I just, I was so struck by it and so appalled that I just thought it's worth bringing up modesty again because these are sometimes the it's these are good families too. Like these are not people. This isn't people that are you know just don't care about the kids or don't have any faith. Like you see it everywhere. Mm-hmm. And part of the problem when I've talked to mom, different moms over the years about this is is like well that's what the style is. That's what the style is. It's mini skirts. Oh, that's what the style is. It's crop tops. Oh, that's what the style is. And that's the excuse. Since when is that how we exist as Catholics? Oh, that's what the trend is. Oh, that's what the, would you do that with anything else with our faith? Well, Just people do. That's the point I'm making though, but should we, should we be doing that? No. Should we be just going along with Wait, the times? This is multiple choice. Yes. One, should we go along with the times? No. Two, mm-hmm. sh- B, oh, yeah. should we, right. should we, A, should we go along with the times? B, should we stick with what we know and trust from Christ himself and pass down through our Catholic faith to really teach us answer. how to get to heaven? Is there a C or a D? C, none of the above. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, B. <gasps> ding, 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 ding. Can you read to us from the catechism? Can you see that or do you want me to do it? Well, you it. need to do something because I'm talking yeah. too much. I haven't so much to add to this. I agree with you, of course. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, catechism 2521. That is the catechism of the Catholic Church, folks. CCC. Purity requires modesty an integral part of temperance. Modesty protects the intimate center of the person. It means refusing to unveil what should remain 
hidden. And in case you guys are wondering, butt cracks and butt cheeks should remain hidden. <laughs> it is ordered to chastity to whose sensitivity it bears witness. It guides how one looks at others and behaves towards them in conformity with the dignity of persons and their solidarity. It continues in 2522. Modesty protects the mystery of persons and their love. It encourages patience and moderation in loving relationships. It requires that the conditions for the definitive giving and commitment of man and woman to one another be fulfilled. Modesty is decency. It, inspire, it inspires one's choice of clothing. It keeps silence or reserve where there is evident risk of unhealthy curiosity. It is discreet. Yeah, it covers it. Yeah, that pretty, that pretty going, though. Yeah, There's because two more, it's two more uh, paragraphs on it. Because it's important, and it's something that we if like you, to gloss I, over. If you're showing your your butt cheek or butt crack or breast, you are not being discreet. Just in case anybody's wondering. Right, but I think um, there's. You can't just say if you're showing your butt crack. I'm, just, I'm having a little fun here. Oh, but. okay. Because I'm saying, like, you can wear a mini skirt that covers your butt cheek, just covers it, but as the no it peaks, you don't want to be peaking curiosity. Though. Correct. So are we? If, if, if you show a peak, you're going to peak. <laughs> peaking is going to create peaking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what are we teaching our girls? Are we teaching them that their body is sacred, a temple of the Holy Spirit, to be kept protected and pure, saved for their spouse if they're called to marriage, or saved for Jesus if they're called to a religious life? I know it echoed. It was a weird echo. Jesus! And it bing, bing, bing. Um, if we're allowing them to reveal all or just about all, right, what the outfits they're wearing, whether that's skin tight outfits, because there is nothing of mystery left. If you can see every curve in the body, then there is no mystery. It's right there. If we're cutting off at the top and the bottom, we're basically leaving nothing much to the imagination and nothing to be protected there. Everything is revealed. There were a couple other good lines in there of kind of making this point of how are we protecting the dignity and showing the dignity of the body and the mystery of the body and the decency and chastity that we're supposed to have if we're encouraging and applauding. That was what was so, what I was so agitated by the most because these girls, it is not their fault. They are looking at the trends and everybody's wearing this tiny, tiny dress. So I'm going to wear a tiny, because I don't want to stand out and not, not be, so it's not their fault they need to be taught how to dress. You don't come out of the room knowing what modesty is and how to dress in well, a culture. Clearly not. Is there, <laughs> is there a more immodest moment? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not immodest because you're a baby and you're being um, born. Seeing cheeks. <laughs> and cracks. 
I just think we are doing our daughters a huge disservice neglecting to teach them how to properly dress. And that doesn't mean you can't dress. We can wear a potato sack. Right. That's always was the joke in my house, you know, because I would be, hey, wear a potato sack, you know, make wear a, you know, paper bag when I was growing up. What do you have to wear a paper bag? You know, I want to dress like the kids and my and my mother. My mother was a stickler about modesty. And did I love that as a teenager or a preteen? No, of course not. I wanted to hike my skirt up like all the girls in school because I went to Catholic school and I wanted to do those things, but it instilled in me value Mm -hmm. and dignity that later on, as I got older in my teens, I started to realize and I didn't I didn't do the whole rebel and go dress like a, you know, you know what, you know, on the street or something because my mom encouraged me to be modest um, oh, look, there's a big spider behind you. Hmm, you're like, you got spiders all over the place near you today. You just said, oh, a spider <laughs> crawled up right in front of you earlier as you're pouring wine. I didn't go, huh? But you, went, you went, huh? Wait, no, that commercial, that commercial with the kid. Did not do that. that well, the, does yeah, the replay, that, no, his I dad didn't. screamed. It's a very fun commercial, but no, I didn't do that. <laughs> Anyways, I just, it's a challenge. It's a challenge for us women and it's a challenge for you fathers listening because A, helping your daughters, instilling in them a sense of their dignity, that largely comes from the dad. Mm-hmm. Um, you've always done a really good job of telling our girls mm, they're beautiful you. and that you love them and you're proud of them and helping to build their their dignity as women. And there, unfortunately, there are so many women that grow up either without a dad or with abusive dad or a dad that's just not present or doesn't do any of those things. And there, there are a lot of hurting people. But there are a lot of dads that are really well-intentioned. They just don't really know. Well, they I think f- there are dads who do that. But again, the dads aren't typically getting involved in the wardrobe decision-making mm-hmm. of their daughters because we typically do not know anything about wardrobes. Mm-hmm. And so... Even in good families, a dad could be doing the right things, but for whatever the reason, again, probably just giving into the pressure of the culture, you know, mom and daughter might make certain decisions on this stuff. And dad may have the instinct of saying, do I really want my daughter going out there looking like that? And he probably knows no, because if he knows men, because he is a man, then he knows that if your daughter dresses like that, Boys, being very visual in how they approach the world, are typically going to look. Even if they don't want to um, look at a girl that way, they're going to look. And um, I would say that's where dad has to step up and get involved in that and have a conversation with daughter and wife about this stuff and talk it out a little bit um, and maybe just provide another voice to the conversation. But my guess is most most dads are just like... uh, if my wife thinks it's okay, mm-hmm. but they probably know this doesn't seem like it's okay. Mm-hmm. So it's a tough. Um, I I don't think like the, my thing on this is I've we've had interesting modesty conversations in my with my team over the years, and one of the things I heard from some couple of parents who of teenage girls who are on our team was the idea of well, I can't we can't find the clothes, and I, I just don't think that's the case anymore. The internet has changed everything dramatically. So they added you can't find modest clothing and, and still be stylish. 
is not. I'm sorry. I don't buy that yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's just not true. It's Actually, one thing to never, argue what the trend is. Yeah. You want to argue a trend, mm-hmm. and I get that point of it. But the idea that people don't wear other things today is just not true anymore. Yeah. So it's... there's something to being counter trendy. I thought that was a thing for teenagers. And helping, and helping kids to think of it in that way and then also living out their faith in that way. We're living in a time where pretty much you can wear a style mm-hmm. that's from any decade yeah, and not, you're yeah. just fine. It's I mean, if you look back at the pre, you know, 2000, it, he's up there ready to jump. He looks like he wants to jump on us, the spider. I'm not really sure if he can make it all the way here. Good luck, though. Bring it. Bring it on. Um if you look back before the 2000s, you had these decades where there were very specific trends. I mean, even I mean, the whole the whole like 1900s, really, if you think about every decade really had a very specific yeah. trend. And you also there was only so many places to buy clothes. Correct. We have now we've breached this. Oh, people are making their the, own clothes. In the 2000s. Right. And even early 2000s, too. But but specifically more of the recent probably 20 years or so, you can pretty much like you could pull out bell bottoms and you could pull out, you know, something from the 50. You can really go with any style and you're ju- everybody has their own unique thing. Now, there's no one kind of trend. Everybody wears these kinds of pants. Everybody wears these. Sure. Like you said, if you're one of these people that has to has to. Oh, what's the trend? What are the magazines saying well, that all, we're all also, wearing always, right now? You know, whoever, whoever's, I don't know, who's the biggest, is it Taylor Swift again, apparently? She just released I an have, album. I have no idea. And again, we're not, um, you know, what's the latest in pop culture stuff and artists and people who are emulating? I don't know. I don't know anymore. Barely. I barely know, I guess. Um, but I just don't feel like that's, it's just not like it was. No. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm being naive, but I, I generally pay attention to the world and- just doesn't seem like I think you're right on this. You there's, can really, there's really have no reason your own to be style. stuck. Yeah, yeah. And and you can. I think it's find excuse making at that point. Definitely is because you can find, you can find clothes. I mean, my girls do it all the time. Mm-hmm. We've got two teenage girls now, and they have unique styles to each other, even too. Mm-hmm. And they're not immodest. They right. don't. They don't wear immodest clothes. And it's not because I'm hounding them. They literally don't want to because we've raised them on a certain way of dressing to protect their dignity and their purity and also to protect those. What was that? Michael left La Familia. Oh, that was early. Wow. That was an early night for him. He's probably, they probably let him go so he could come watch the football game. Hmm. But the point is that because we've instilled that in them from a young age and we've never really been People that say, oh, we have to keep up with the culture. We're living countercultural lives as Catholics. We already live countercultural lives. We're called to live in the world and be part of the world, but we don't have to conform to everything that's happening in the culture. So if everybody's wearing a skin tight, booty choking dress, we don't have to do it. I and we, I we shouldn't seen, be doing I thankfully it. I haven't seen these pictures. This, oh, this, this it's fall, but, just so bad. But the it's other thing, so bad. I, the I other can't practicality even. to it is you're not going to dress like that when you go to work. I mean, like, what do you. I don't. I never understood the that particular style of dress. It can't be comfortable. And the funny thing is, it's not good for dancing. I'm, all I'm the presuming. pictures I've seen on Facebook, Anyways. and this is all around the country, by the way. Just because you know, I'm friends with people that I'm not really friends with, but I know from wherever. <laughs> you know, 
school, whatever. Friends with friends. Friends of friends of friends, friends, whatever. It's just, you know how it goes. So these are like some of these people I don't even know, but they just come across your newsfeed and you see the pictures of the boys and the girls and all the boys, they look so nice in their suits. I mean, I saw so many boys in these nice suits. They cleaned up well. And then next to a girl that literally has on like, like this big of clothing, legit, which is about like maybe two feet, two two feet of clothing on that's just wrapped around her, a belt, like a big belt (laughs) that's just, that just covers her underwear and just covers her breasts. That's it. That's what she's wearing. And he's got this nice suit on and it's like, and I'm thinking to myself, if I'm a mother of that kid, heck no. Am I allowing him to go out with this girl mm. who's wearing like a tube of toothpaste around her? That's it. And to be fair, you get into that situation. And you're literally saying you're not no, going. But my point. My point is, don't, don't, but you feel for. Oh, no, I do. For I do. But... These boys who are maybe they're maybe they're taught they need to be chased. Or maybe they're not. And we wonder, how is that poor kid? supposed to no, is makes, he, where's makes, he supposed to put his eyes on that girl i mean you can't even look at he? her right he should control himself and unfortunately that's the mentality of so many women and i've talked to many moms who'd say that to me and i'm like are you kidding so we can wear we're supposed to be helping each other we have to help each other to holiness it's not all on the guy i don't disagree that the guy should be controlling himself but you can't be putting a piece of meat in front of them no I hate to say it like that but like but you can't li- reveal li- it just throw it out there and then not expect Literally, you're asking the impossible for a teenager. You're asking the impossible yes, for a for teenage, boy. teenage boys. She's in less than a nightie. Yeah. Like literally less than a nightie that yeah, I wore that should be happening on, on our their wedding, wedding night. night. Yeah. It's it's smaller, less clothing than that. And sorry. And but that's the reality of some of these things that they're wearing. It's it's a I just can't even. I can't even. Because we don't want no, to talk can't. about it. We just want to say, oh, they look so pretty. They look so pretty. Of course, they're beautiful girls. And people might be thinking, you're being judgmental. Yes, we are. I am absolutely judging. We're, we're judging. The clothing yes. that people are choosing to wear is yep. what I'm judging. 100%. And I'm not ashamed of it. There's nothing wrong and with I will defend behavior. that till I am dead. Because modesty is a virtue clearly talked about and clearly that we are supposed to follow. Well, as you said earlier, when, as we, Christians. when we're deciding to capitulate on things like this, because you might think, well, what's the big deal? Okay, well, Lori, just, we already discussed what the big deal is. But if you're going to capitulate on this, then you're opening the, the door to capitulate on just about anything else, fundamentally. Because once you, once you start giving away... The, you know, you draw a line and once you start stepping all over that line for certain things because you justify it because of trends or whatever it is, well, that argument can be used for every other moral teaching of the, of the church, mm-hmm. of Christianity. And, and so you set a pattern, especially with your children, putting in that situation where they can begin to argue away the Ten Commandments at that point. Mm-hmm. So that's why this is important for us to, to cast judgment on for the sake of the souls of the people involved and... Yeah, it's it's um I don't know. It's sad. It's very very sad. But it's I also just think it's something that people are not educated on. They think it's not a big deal and they think I'm not hurting anybody by what I do on my body. This is my body. I can do whatever I want with it. 
I remember someone growing up, I remember her dad saying to her, um, and, I, and he meant well, but he, you know, he said to her, you know, you flaunt it while you have it. I was just, I was just going to say, some people say, well, while they've got it, they should just while be showing they, it off. Yeah, while they have it, they should just yeah. show it off. Sad. Really? Is that so how we be, should so live our can, lives? So you can be exploited. Yeah. You can have, encourage voyeur, voyeuristic uh, behavior among others. Yeah, it's crazy. And weird, what kind of weird respect thing. do you have for you? It's just such a... Yeah. I, I, I mean, we do live in a hedonistic culture. But this is even from people mm-hmm. like... I mean, that was a person of faith, you know, saying that to his daughter. You yep. know, it wasn't wasn't like a heathen. It was somebody who just really thought he was saying the right thing because she's a young girl and she's got a nice body. So you might as well just show it off while you got it. Is that what we're called to do with our bodies? Is that that? Have you read Theology of the Body? Is that what it talks about? Have you read any of the scripture? Is that what it talks about in the scripture? Have you like any of church teaching? Any of? No, nothing supports that. Nothing. I have read all those things. Yes. Yes. And you can't find anything in there that says, flaunt it while you got it. I do not believe that is one of Jesus's sayings. (laughs) I think he said that. I think he said that at one point. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, girlfriend. Flaunt it while you got it. (laughs) Because you're going to be old someday. Hmm. Anyway. Wow. I'm very passionate about it. I've been passionate about it for a really, really long time. Yes, you have. You should write a book. Yeah. Okay, I'll get on that. Hmm. Could be a short book. Well, listen, Smooky McCracken. <laughs> Smooky McCracken. Smooky? We're going to go Smooky McCracken? I don't McCracken? know. You keep changing it. No, I said Smooka. When, when you go back Wasn't you it Smooka? It's a bunch of different ways that you've said it. No, no. I've, I've taken out the middle. Smack. Smooker Smack McCracken was the first one. <laughs> so I'm trying to Smooka McCracken. <laughs> Title of the episode. Nobody's going to know what they're getting into. It's on modesty. Smooka McCracken. Well, now they know because they've listened. If they listened this this far, it's not that long of an episode. All right, listen. I'm passionate about football. The Patriots. Yep, football is on, and, and so we need we, to go watch it. We banged out here a 40 minute episode. Yep, really. We still impressive. have to do the preview video. Yep, we'll make it fast. Mm. All right. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Smooka McCracken. <laughs> Couple of smookers. Trying to raise the Krakens. The Krakens. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, go, Pats. God bless. <laughs>